not doing the dance you're doing something wrong hello everyone welcome i am going to have some story to share with you next week about something that we've been through in my family oh man heads are going to roll is all i'm going to say so you're going to want to wait for that but i am here i am ready to party we've got a very special guest here today you know him you love him you may know his money muscles game frame but you also may know that he went viral (laughs) this past month he is a big troublemaker MLD is in the house. MLD, welcome. Hey, Jed. How you doing? I'm doing good. Let me say, you are a bigger troublemaker than I realized when I booked you the first time. Because I booked you. you, Oh, yeah. I booked you the first time. And I was like, all right, cool. Came in. And then I saw some viral content unfold. And let me just say, you're a feisty one. Let's start there. Uh, For the audience who doesn't know, MLD did... You guys know I cover the Whatever podcast all the time, right? MLD went on there. We covered that some of that. He gets into these heated interactions with who we now refer to as bangs, apparently because she has the bangs, but also, I don't know, might be some other reasons why we call her bangs. <laughs> and uh, MLD had some heated moments. So what I wanted to do today, first of all, we're going to talk to him about the podcast that he did. And secondly, we're going to go through these wild, crazy moments and get his reaction. He's going to have to watch himself, which sometimes is uncomfortable. But MLD, first I want to ask you. So you go to do this show. I need to know what happens because they've asked me, invited me to go out and do the show. And I'm just curious, number one, do these women believe what they're saying in your view? Yes. Unfortunately, like these are real, live, crazy people from California. (laughs) So So you feel okay. So you walk in. Did you have any interactions with them? Because obviously you felt you did two shows. Actually, you did the first show, which I thought was wild, and then the second one I watched was much more tame, much yeah. more tame. I was actually like, mm, I wish they would have cast it like a little bit with a little more feisty. There's a girl on there that's uh, oh, is her name Hensley? Maybe she's crazy. I was hoping they were going to book that girl the next day with you, but. Um, you walk in, do you interact with these girls ahead of time? Do you, like, what goes on before the mics roll? I mean, come on. You really think that chick was just sitting there quietly like an angel waiting for the show to start? She was yapping the moment I walked in there. And, um, you know, it's just how Brian sources the girls is he uses Hinge, a dating app, and he's right by uh, UC Santa Barbara. And so these girls are, like, freshly getting indoctrinated. Like, these people, it, it's like... It's almost like a social status. It's like their personal like Hollywood cast system. Like who is the most awoke and says like the <laughs> most politically correct things according to what these psychos in uh, Hollywood are putting out. Like that's more that's like how cool you are. It's like how how much you adhere and defend this like woke ideology. And these people are real. And what, listen, when I look, I know I went savage. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> oh, we're going to see listen, it. We're going to see it. Well, oh, I'm going to replay the savage. Don't you worry. I wasn't, I wasn't even trying to be cool. I wasn't like being calculated. I was just like the audacity of this child talking to me like this. Uh, it just blew me away. 
And um, yeah, they they really are that pompous. You know, I watched some exchanges with you where I was like, I didn't know what was going to happen. Like it was insane. And then I would every now and then see an exchange and I was like, he definitely hooked up with that girl after the show. Every now and then there was one. I saw even behind the glasses, some flirtation going on there. I saw some game coming out is all I'm going to say. And I was like, I'm going to ask him about that. Of course, you don't have to reveal who you do and don't hook up with. But let me just say if I were an observant party and I am. I would be willing to bet something went down with a few of those girls is all I'm going to say. So after the show, you had that Duke out, which we're going to play. We're going to start with the crazy. But did you talk to them? Like, was there any like heated anything when the cameras and the lights stopped, particularly on that first show with Bangs? No, when it stopped, like, you know, you could just kind of read the room. She was just dragging the life and energy out of the room with her just incessant <laughs> complaining and nagging and so like everybody was just you could feel it in the room everybody was just sick of this girl and they were just like all right whatever and like the girls none of the girls really wanted to speak up and say anything against her because like she was just so insufferable it was just (laughs) easy to go with the flow and so then they went off and they went off into their little california land and me and the producer kid we went out and got in and out and hung out and talked and stuff and he was just like i couldn't believe that chick. Yeah. She was the way she was. And and Brian was blown away. It was the number one viewed show on his entire podcast. Yeah, it was insane. It was it just it, until recently. It was insane. And then she went back, by the way. We did like a bangs returns. Um, but the second time she was much more mellow. But you know, I mean she's famous now. And people say no publicity is bad publicity, so they claim. So people know who she is. She is a recognizable face now. Based I don't know. I mean, people may not have the most positive view, but regardless, people know who this girl is. All right, so let's start with we're gonna do Delhi. Let's go to twenty four thirteen when you said to Bangs, you just wanna be loved. This was a good one. Let's go. <laughs> oh, I do not listen to men. Uh, let's go into <laughs> You don't listen to men. No, why am I going to... Even if he is my boyfriend, am I going to marry him? I'm 21. I don't think I'm going to marry him. So if I want to go out with my friends and party, I'm going to go out with my friends and party. I really don't care if he's telling me not to go because nine times out of ten, he's probably going to bars and party par- and is probably partying with his friends. So I'm guessing that exception's probably just for me. Is he also going to... is is that not allowed for him either? Is he also going to go party or is he, is that just for me? He's not going to, he doesn't party. Then maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, she's full of shit. If it's the same way and if he's not going to go party, then maybe if, depends how much I like him. You just want to be loved. <laughs> okay. No. That's good. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so it's at, true. It's go true. Ahead. Listen, Give me a reaction to, you, to that. Be, listen, I read these girls like a book, okay? You can sit there and harp on this feminist crap, but you're miserable. You're whining like a little dog, like that's like you're injured in the corner, just whimpering, someone please love me. Someone hold me, protect me, tell me it's gonna be okay. That's what I saw. It was like a wounded little, you know, like a wounded little puppy. I just saw I felt bad, but like when I just try to talk logic to them, they just shut it down. So I was like, okay, well, okay. We obviously have a panelist that has just filled with bias against me and there's no swaying them. So I'm just going to showcase to the guys, the, uh, the levels of insufferability, these type of women will go to 
And, you know, she's a viral sensation. Honestly, I changed that girl's life. I guarantee you she's rethinking her life and kind of maybe coming coming to Jesus a little bit. I, I'm doing the Lord's work. I'm, I'm confident <laughs> in that. So. Well, it's interesting. There was a different girl. <laughs> a different girl went on their show and was talking about how she charged 40K a month for feet pics and all this stuff. And she was in her zone. And then she came on the second time and she was all like... I, it looks like she had been transformed. She was suddenly like very submissive. And I was like, something's happening to these women because they're saying the stuff, they're challenged. Maybe some of them, you know, you can hope, go home and think about what they're saying. And they're like, hmm, that I didn't look so good doing that. Like, this isn't going to work for me if I want to get from point A to Z. I think one of the challenges for women today, though, before we get to the second clip, which is a really funny one, um, is the programming. You know, you, you go through life and you're as a woman – you're programmed so heavily to say this that you start spewing these talking points without even thinking about what you're saying. So she's sitting there with you and she's talking about, oh, I want to be able to party and all this. And then Brian throws her a curveball and says, well, what if he doesn't party? And she's like, oh, never mind then. You know, it's a complete retraction because she hasn't actually thought about what she's saying at all. So it's fascinating. It's like the wheel, you watch the wheels turn for like the first time. <laughs> you know, it's so crazy. All right, let's yeah. go ahead. MLD respond and then we're going to go to the next clip. It's no, like, Listen, you if you watch that podcast, OK, for all you normal people out there, um, if you do watch the podcast. You can see like these girls like the girl. I think her name was Lexi. She was like, she was sitting on the far right. She's a beautiful white girl. She was 18 years old. And how rehearsed and fake she sounded to like carefully say her words so the woke mafia didn't come after her. Mm-hmm. It was honestly, it was so, it was kind of sad. It was like, you know, I don't know. It's like, I, it was just, just to see how brainwashed these people are because this, this is brainwashing. I'm not crazy. You're not crazy. Like these people are brainwashed. And then this is like their life. This is their new mm-hmm. God. And it's just, they real. this is real. Like, yeah. I think that's why it's so popular. Brian is showing like how crazy they are out there. Yeah. And it's in their own words. Right. So it's not someone, you know, I'm sitting here and I can make my assessments, but sometimes you hear these women. That's why I, that's why I changed the show, actually, to have so much reaction to what they're saying, because I want to show people this is what's happening. And some older people, I'm older. There are people in older generations that can't understand just how bad it is. So I'm saying, like, listen to what's be. This is real. This is what, how women are talking in 2023. So I think it's really interesting. All right. This is a good one. Let's go to number three, Deli. Um, who made you like this? I love it. Okay. <laughs> well, who's the guy that made you made you like this? <laughs> who, wait, did you no just do the who hurt you? Like this. Is this the who Why hurt do you? you think a man has made me like this? Dude, who this, do you think? Do, somebody which, definitely hurt you. No guy has really hurt me. So enough. you're just born with all this angst and hatred Carson, in your heart. Close the, uh, <laughs> Why? Because cool. I have value. I like. No, values no. that aren't traditional. I didn't say anything. Listen, it just because like I'm wearing it. listen, it just because I'm wearing pushing, a suit doesn't mean just relax, 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 relax. Okay, just because I'm wearing a suit doesn't mean I'm traditional. It means I'm professional. Okay. <laughs> so okay. all I'm trying to say is he asked you like a very simple question, but you came back with like a fiery, emotionally charged answer that was kind of like a little bit anti male. Okay, so, let's pause. So what, what do you think? What was she? Is she a man hater? Like what, what was going on there in your mind? Um, I, I told like, I, so Brian had a follow up interview with me. We had a one on one the next day. And I said, like, I don't know, maybe her like uncle punched her in the face or something. <laughs> but it's like, this isn't normal. Like people aren't born with this much like hatred and anger in their heart. And like, you know, 
she was so passionate in what she said, but I just, I wish she was as right as she was passionate. Cause that's about, that's like the story of California. Like these guys are just so passionate about these beliefs. And when you ask them like to test the beliefs, you know, they, I mean, through and through they, they, they sell out. Like she was like saying earlier, like, you know, I wouldn't do X, Y, and Z. And like, well, what if your boyfriend wanted you to do it? Well, I guess I'd do it. You know, it's just, it's, 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 I don't know. It's just when, when I go to California, I struggle to deal with with the people there and just Mm -hmm. like the fakeness. There's a lot of fakeness, especially like near Los Angeles and all that stuff. The people are super fake and the people in California know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, my vibe from her is that she, she's just distrustful. So, and I don't know if she's distrustful because somebody wronged her. Like she dated a guy who cheated on her, her best friend dated a guy who cheated on her, something like that. Or if she's just distrustful because society has told her that men are bad by nature and she should be distrustful of them, even if she hasn't had a bad experience. Hard to tell. It's it's one of the two that I would glean from that. Um, interesting observation on California. I'm a New Yorker, and it was funny. Whenever I tried to move to California, that was the one piece. New Yorkers at least used to be very raw and very kind yeah. of like real in like authentic in what we in what we are and we're all we're crazy in our own way don't get me wrong but california everything has this like facade of just like hi or like hey what's up and it's like a dead kind of like is there somebody in there are you a stafford wife what's going on you know that kind of vibe empty very empty empty. like a vacant yes yes even in the eyes lots of dead eyes going around i don't know okay let's do this was this one got heated. I'm going to warn you, MLD. This is one of the ones where you got heated. Let's go to number four, 4730. Oh, I, feel, I, I, I feel like I led you down. I saw your breakdown on this. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. You think men wanting their girlfriends, partners, wives to not be partying, going out to bars and clubs, you think that that's oppression? Because you use no. the word oppressed. I said women have been oppressed since the beginning of time. How? And it's natural. Oh, gosh. <laughs> how? Are you really? How? You're, yeah, go ahead. How? You're, You're the asking one saying me this is true. How? Yes. No, here's maybe a better question. How? No, def- no. I'm, no, because I'm not going. If okay, because you, you don't know. Because you don't know. No, if I'm if not you, going if to explain in, to in myself. Normal, listen, are, in normal conversation where people aren't sitting around and patronizing you because you're loud and obnoxious and a lot of people don't want to confront you and tell you that. But I'll tell you that right now, young lady. You're very loud and obnoxious and you're rude. And you're full of a lot. No, I'm talking right now. You had your chance. I'm going to talk. When I'm done, you talk. That's equality, right? Keep going. Right. Thank you very much. All right. Now, what I'm saying is in conversation, when you bring something up, you can't just state something as fact and then not defend it. Okay. And let's then pause say, it. oh, well. First of all, Brian's face. Brian looked like he was going to die. I actually thought Brian was going to get up and leave the show and just be like, I'm out. You guys just do what you're going to do. So when you see what, what are your thoughts when you watch that exchange between the two of you? I knew she was full of shit. I was like, OK, are you this is in your like little oppression handbook. So let's see. You're oppressed. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go fact for fact, because I could talk to you about male oppression as well. You, you know, they're painting the picture like men have just like. We're born at the dawn of civilization. Like, oh, what's our first instinct? Provide, protect, find a woman, make love to her, protect the family. No, I want to oppress women. I, I want to get my buddies together. We're just going to go around and oppress women and find ways <laughs> to keep women down. It's just so idiotic. 
And so at that point, too, like I had just been just hearing her recite the, you know, the oppression handbook. Well, women are this and, and this and this, and, you know, trans people and the Black Lives Matter, like whatever <laughs> little victim based movement you want to go and, you know, recite down. I, I just knew that there was no real meat behind her argument. I knew she didn't know what she was talking about. And then I was just like, OK yourself and that's why if you watched a clip it goes for it i was just like guys she doesn't know what the hell she's talking about just put a big l in the chat for this chick right now just put a big l and let me see that in the chat because i just knew i was just like this kid doesn't know what she's talking about so i'm here to help men and i'm gonna clown her and show the men like this this chick makes no logical sense so you shouldn't take people like this in real life seriously did you regret did you regret at all calling her because i saw brian was like oh let's not call names he was trying to step in and be like a a mediator i guess he was did you regret at all calling her rude and obnoxious i'm curious and maybe the answer may be no but i'm just curious no rude and obnoxious no when i slipped up and called her to the b word uh, you know that was just like the street in me because she was like she started pointing at me. She's like, well, you're just intimidated by women and you're, you know, you're this and that. And I was just like, you don't even know me. Mm -hmm. Like you just met me 10 minutes ago. What are you trying to say that, you know, that just, that just came up, you know? Yeah. The B word Um, was the part that I, and and here, and here's the thing you're on the point of the oppression. Like you're right. She, she made again, because she's just vomiting out the talking points. She says, Oh, women are oppressed because she read it somewhere or a magazine article told her or a movie told her she can't support it. So that's very frustrating because you hear these women and you're like, how so? And they're like, what? You don't know. You know, they have to get defensive. So you're right on the point. Um, What my message to you was when I covered it was I was like, one thing guys have to be careful of. Is it? De- it really depends on what your goal is. If your goal is to clown her, and you know that the people you're speaking to, the people you really want to reach, are going to you know get who you are, get where you're coming from, then cool. If your goal is to speak to any groups that might be inclined to disagree with you, or try to convert people, or try to like get to people who maybe there's some women out there that are kind of on the fence about how they feel about this. Anytime a man goes personal. They're going to immediately women are inclined to then get defensive and turn on you, even if the value of what you're saying is true. We are. Remember, we are emotionally driven. So we're going to react and be like, he said that. Well, he's not. You know, that's the reaction. So my advice was just like, hey, just know that about us, which I'm sure you know already. And um, it may or may not work in your favor to to have that the approach (laughs) that you do. Listen, listen, if you pay attention to me when I tell when I put her in her place. Notice how she gets right in line when I'm just like, hey, (laughs) stop talking. Listen, Mm. I'm doing the work her father should have done when she was being raised. Right. It's true. (laughs) And, you know, I was telling her, like, like, how have you gotten 21 years through your life like this? No one's punched you in the face for acting like this. Like, man or woman, like, you're going down a wrong path. But I honestly, you know, it's funny, too. So. That happened. We filmed that on uh, January 29th, right? That's my birthday. So, there you go. Happy birthday. Happy <laughs> birthday. Happy birthday. 26, 27 years old now. You're I'm 29. Great. It's fine. I'm 29. Fantastic. Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, but anyways, so fast forward, I'm back in Tokyo, right? So it's now February 15th, February 16th, right? I'm out. I'm getting a massage. I'm in the Conrad in Tokyo with a beautiful woman. And then 
my Instagram starts going off and I'm like, <laughs> who the hell is, who is hitting me up? Like, you know, my, I've been going viral. So my DMs have been lit. Um, so I check my Instagram and lo and behold, she is now tagging me on a story of some like small comment I replied to on a reel on my YouTube channel. So she is like stalking my channel, <laughs> stalking the comment section. And then she is just telling me, you're an old, you're an old man. You're almost 40. She's like, you're probably with your wife and she's probably a pig. Oink, oink, oink. The only woman you can get or like women you pay to be with. And I'm just like, you are crazy. You psychopath. Like, <laughs> why are you contacting me? Like, are you, you know, I don't know. I mean, she, she probably missed me. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, I'm maybe always... it was like that. You were the only person who told her what was up. And now she was yeah. missing that, you know, missing, craving the, you know how sometimes, you know, they always say like the guy who kind of, I hate that put in your place, but you know what I mean? The guy who's like, doesn't yeah. take the garbage and is like, no, yeah. you're not doing that. That's the one they chase. So, you know, you never yeah. know. Maybe she was looking for a little love. No, I mean, I, she definitely is looking for love. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I can make, listen, I could make a good woman out of her. I'd like to tell you something, but I can make a good woman out of her. Well, listen, if you decide to take that project on, I would love to, uh, we can send Deli to video the entire <laughs> oh, thing and we can showcase it on the show. Deli's, by the way, sporting the MLD gear today in your honor, as you may have noticed. So, you He's know. He's looking fantastic. Listen, I'm living truth to myself. This <laughs> there we go. You're impactful. There wow. you go. So one word love that you. was interesting, you had an exchange where the word leader came up and this is something I talk about a lot. Um, let's listen to it and then I'll intro, you know, I'll ask you a couple of questions. Let's play number five. You said that uh, men should pay. Why? Um, I don't know. It's just my opinion. If the man is asking me out, um, then yeah, I think he should pay. If I'm asking him out, I don't know. He I'm should, not really. He should still pay? No, I don't think. I've never asked a guy out. Well, there you, okay. <laughs> so, I've never been in the situation where I've even had to pretend to get my wallet out. It's always been the man but, but pursuing why? me, okay. I guess. But and I just prefer it that way. You prefer, I, okay. Yeah, I prefer a man who takes action and is kind of, I don't know. I wouldn't want to say like. I don't even know a good word to put it, but I'd want him to be like just taking action, being a man, I guess. Being the leader? Yeah. Okay. No, not really the leader, but just being a man and stepping up and <laughs> and being paying. the man, stepping up. Doing his manly duties. Stepping up and not being the leader. Being doing his manly duties. <laughs> okay. Doing so his manly duties. That's an interesting exchange because that word comes up a lot. It's a trigger word for feminists. It also goes with leader is also like head of household. For some yeah. reason, when you say head of household, it's an immediate trigger. You know, the horns go up. They start. It's like fire is coming out of their mouth like a dragon. They lose their minds. Why do you think it is that even though she's articulating to you that she does want a man to be a leader, that word, she can't swallow it? Why? Oh, because it's in their little feminist hate pan book. Like, don't ever acknowledge men positively. Like, when in doubt, you're probably being oppressed. Like, it's just... When in doubt, you know, take advantage of a man that can benefit you in any way possible. She was saying, like, you know, oh, I think a man should pay for pay for the first date and do all these things, and you know, all women are tens, you know, all these just female centric talking points that were just not based in reality. 
you know? So I just don't, I think they feel like they, they, they're so afraid of men and they so really don't understand, man. That's the root of it all. That the only way for them to protect themselves mentally from this fear of men is for them to have total control Mm -hmm. and for them not, and for them not to be the leader, then they guess what that means. It means they're not in control in their little crazy ideology handbook. So anything that puts a man above them or, or, you know, like a lot of these girls, Jed, they really view men as a second class citizen who has to like prove to her that he's not an idiot just mm-hmm. because she perceives herself to have some like, you know, social superiority to the man because he is a man and she is a woman. She mm-hmm. has like this divine awoke you know, blessing upon her, the, the goddess of being a female. It's insane. It's crazy. And, and like, I'm not making this up. I'm not like a jaded, bittered old man in my mother's <laughs> Like, I'm a successful guy. I'm good yeah. looking and women like me, you know, and I'm, I'm out here and I've been doing this in the, I've been doing the, the field work and getting data from guys and stuff and witnessing this entitlement. Like, you know, I've been dealing with these, these chicks all the way back on, Good Lord, 2020, when I was on the Fresh and Fit dealing with these crazy girls, 2020, mm-hmm. 2021, 2022, you know, 2023, just a new batch of crazies. It's nothing new. It's just like, you know, mm-hmm. the average guy has kind of grown so uh, callous to it. They just call everything like this clown world. Like this is clown world, you know? Yeah. I mean, you talk about it on your show where there's all this clown world stuff going on and these kind of crazy woke people are no different. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. You said that you mentioned second class citizens. I think oftentimes women, these modern women do view men that way as second class citizens And the same. And I think part of that is because media often presents men as so dumb and incapable. Like, oh, here's another fat guy. Here's another guy who doesn't have a job. Here's another guy who can't, who's a dad, but can't manage to kick, pick the kids up at school on time. Here's another other, you know, it, it's always guys just failing. So you absorb that content from media so regularly as a young woman, and then you internalize it. And you're like, well, that's what men are doing. Oh, I can't lean on a man. I can't rely on a man. They're a hot mess. I need to be the sturdy one. I need to be the one in charge and command. What's interesting to me about it is that in the same breath, a lot of these women also view men as violent by nature, dangerous by nature. There was an exchange that you had with respect to this. Let's go to number six, 11741, and then we'll get your reaction. And then we'll get to the chat, guys. So if you're in the chat and you have a comment, get on in there. The, the leader the leader thing really does trigger chicks. Like uh, even when um, even when we had like a discussion on value tainment money, my first time ever there, like Natalia and I had a little back and forth that went a little viral on my channel because <laughs> she was a little upset with how I defined the leader, which is man leads, woman follows. Because I think Adam was trying to tiptoe in between. He's like, so you're not saying like man leads, women follows. I'm like, no, actually, I am saying that. <laughs> and then Monica, Swedish Bella, was on the panel with me. She's, mm-hmm. you know, happily married. And she's like, yeah, that's exactly how I do it in my house. But like, again, the young girls, if they feel they need to relinquish even 1% of control to a man, they're just like, oh, my God, like my life is in danger. The patriarchy is going to kill me because I learned this in this indoctrination camp over here. They call university. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, it's also it's just- like it's hard to visualize that if you if you 
don't have somebody like if you're not with somebody that you fully trust, if you've had an experience with a guy where you've not trusted them, you you kind of lose touch with that sentiment when you're very young. I think it's hard. Like what is what does follow mean? They don't they don't they can't visualize that. Once you have when you're older, like me, somebody who you know has a husband, has a child, lives in a home, understands fi- what financial responsibilities look like, understand how men and women are different because you just it manifests naturally when you have a healthy home. Like it, it's it's much simpler because a lot of those things naturally fall into place unless you're resisting them. But when you're young, before you have those things, I think it's really hard for young women to understand. It almost seems like, are you trying to oppress me? Are you trying to, what are you trying to say? Is there going to be something going on that's, you know, forced? Like they imagine like a woman handcuffed to a stove or, you know, like it's just all the visuals come into play. I I literally said that, like being handcuffed to a stove, they envision like, you know, you're being handcuffed yeah. to a stove. The man is like, you know, it's it's stroganoff or uppercuts. What do you <laughs> right, do? Right, right. <laughs> and to be fair, as, as younger, I may have, I don't know how I would have processed that. I may have had that same reaction, to be honest, before I had been in the world for a second. But I, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I can't, you know, speak to that person that I used to be. But let me talk about um, the one about violence. Let's see, number six. Let's play that, Deli, because this is interesting point of what I'm trying to say I'm just saying that whenever women decide to do talk about feminism a really big argument men decide are like oh okay like equal rights equal fights but like why would you bring that up men just want like a reason to use violence or have violence if, against women if a woman if a around we're like hey you how, how can we how can we oppress the women today saying. bud let's yeah. use some violence okay. too let's well, so and that's like that's sad for me to hear her say that because somebody yeah. i don't know who it was i don't know where her dad is i don't know where her the 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 positive male people in her life are but to walk through life and have this idea that men are out there scheming about how to be violent toward you I don't see how you could possibly enter a healthy relationship if you're always thinking that somebody's out to get you in any way so to me that was like so reflective of these women are being fed all these talking points and it's really inhibiting them from having a healthy dynamic because they meet that guy who's not out to cause violence in any way who's just trying to be a head of household or just trying to lead or trying to provide and they're triggered constantly like oh he's bad if he's trying to exercise any degree of authority that's a bad sign and that's like how do you have a healthy exchange like that you can't yeah you know there's a documentary that i just reviewed on my channel we did a watch party it's called childhood 2.0 you should check it out because you have a wonderful little son but it talks about how they're, the people that are so addicted to social media, these young kids, the covers kids from like, I believe like ages seven, eight mm-hmm. to like 18, right? And they show that how now more than ever, the world has never been safer, let alone America. Violent crimes yeah. are going down. Crimes against women are going down. All this stuff is going down. But women still believe in this like this – patriarchal boogeyman that's coming to pay them 77 percent and like oppress them and like force them to get pregnant and then force them to not get an abortion like this phantom patriarchal monster (laughs) this boogeyman is coming you know and it's just it's amazing to see the propaganda but again the majority of these chicks are like the majority of people are addicted to social media mm-hmm. and you know, you know who runs these social media companies and they're not exactly putting out the most edifying content for people, let alone in America. 
you know, and you're seeing this happen on ground zero here in America where all this filth is coming from. And then you wonder why these people are going crazy. Yeah, that's 100 percent true. I'm going to get to the chat and just read some of these chats for you guys for a second. El Chino said nasty. I haven't said the word nasty yet, Deli. Nasty. <laughs> OK, I did it. There you go. Now, just because I said nasty, you all have to hit that subscribe button and hit that like button. Otherwise, I'm going to have to, you know, pull it back a little bit. Can't be sharing all the fun. All right. Then we have shout out to Jed and MLD, the recent mindset guest and Topic is gold. Appreciate you both. Demetrius Parham, give 20 bucks. Proud American, 1776. Brainwashing starts at a young age these days. Is very true. Matt J gave 20 bucks. John is one of the world's most effective male trauma release coaches. He literally gets people 100K jobs. Ever know a coach that does that? Each job changes a family's life forever. Thank you, Masculine Jesus. Masculine Jesus. That is quite a <laughs> nickname. Right. I don't know, man. MLD, that's something. Okay. Ryan, the eating okay. warrior, a fan of the show, says fake people from the land of fake Cali. Shocking. Both you guys are doing awesome work. Thanks, Jed, for pushing me to MLD's channel. Extra guac, by the way. I support that. Extra guac on everything. MLD's message needs to be heard by more men. HDA. Hot dude army. I was like, what is that HDA? I'm not, I'm not cool enough. I don't know. I don't, I don't know all the lingo, although I'm getting very good because let me tell you, MLD, the other day I had a guest on, um, and he's in my age bracket and I was talking, I was like three Oh four this. And he's like, what's that? And I was like, Oh, I got to catch you up. I felt, I never felt so young and hip in all my life. Um, okay. So let's talk about women who insist they're a 10 and then we're going to, we're going to, I don't know. She, we, I, I can't rate her from here, but she's not a 10. Let's just go to that clip, uh, 138.05, and then we're going to talk about this phenomenon that happens. As I'm not on a magazine cover. Well, you could, you, could be, you could be a 10 and not be a model. However, you are, if you're a 10, you are as attractive as women who are the most beautiful women in the world yeah, who are I models. Yeah, and I am a 10. <laughs> I think, yeah, I believe I'm a 10. Look at me. I'm a catch. Don't you think it's a bit of uh, hubris? Why do you want me to rate myself lower? Well, I mean, you're free to, I suppose you're free to. I'm not to, going to, though. I'm not I'm going not, to rate I'm myself not, I'm lower. not planning on forcing you to rate I know, but yourself. it kind of, like, by the way that you're talking to me, it kind of seems like you, you're, it kind of seems Why? like you're telling me I'm not a 10, which is fine. That's your own opinion. If, but if you asked me to rate myself, and I'm being honest, I think I'm a 10. If, well, okay, if I said I was a 10, that would put me on par with Brad Pitt when he was young, with Leonardo when he was young. I don't know if Leo was a 10 in his prime. Was Leo a 10 in his prime? He was, he was a babe. I don't <laughs> um, it's okay. just like. All right. So she, we can all, I think, acknowledge that she is not a 10. Now, this is just subjective. This is nothing against her. This is, you know, everybody's got their She's own type. Everybody's got their own type. I understand you like what you like. But a 10 is a 10, right? And I argue, actually, that almost no one's a 10 because a 10 is like perfect. I mean, maybe there's some models out there that, but 10 is 10, right? So, but it's concerning to me, this delusion that some women have, because now they're being taught that delusion is the same thing as confidence and that they have to go out. I mean, you see some of these women, they're obese, they're, you know, a little homely, let's be honest. And they're like, I'm a 10. And they're waiting for that 10 guy to come over and give them attention. And that 10 guy is not looking at them because they're looking at an actual 10. And as a result, these girls don't, these women who are maybe a five, don't give another five who's a guy a chance because they're like, oh, no, I deserve this. I'm a 10, I'm a 10, I'm a 10. So it's it's destructive, this kind of warped self-view. What do you think? 
I mean, a 10 on the Richter scale, right? No, definitely not a 10 <laughs> at all. Um, I will say this too, you know, because here's, here's how the delusion forms, Jed. So these girls will get sexually used by like chads, good looking guys, six foot. Cause you know, she says, I only date guys, you know, over six foot. Right. So these girls just get used sexually. They get pumped and dumped right by these guys. And they think just because they're getting sexual access to these guys that they are worthy of being able to keep a relationship with that guy. But the thing is, when a guy has the opportunity to have sex, even if it's like a six, a seven, a five, whatever, eight, not his ideal woman that he wants to get in a relationship with, he will still sleep with her and he will just use her and and they'll have like this, you know, multiple month little fling. Um, But nine times out of 10, these chicks, they don't have the ability to maintain the man that they want because they've been taught to hate men their whole life and then they get caught in like this like perpetual cycle of disappointment but still thinking they're worthy of this top tier man that is just using them and throwing them back out into the wild does that make sense to you oh it does no it 100 percent does i just don't i i can't relate to that lack of self-awareness it's very hard for me to relate to this like i'm a 10 and proudly saying when it when it's very obviously not the case is it's 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 even if you're getting attention, there has to be some level of self-awareness that happens in your own body when you look in a mirror. When you, I, I don't know. I can't personally can't relate to that. I do see what you're saying, but I, I just can't imagine being deluded in that way. Courtney, uh, Courtney Ryan said something about it. She's a really smart dating coach, and um, she said, like, there is a thing known as toxic positivity. Mm-hmm. And yes. when you're just overly positive and overly delusional but you know she sounds like syndrome the villain from the incredibles you know like yeah when everybody's special nobody's special so <laughs> we're right. all tens we're all tens so we're all just then nobody's a 10 you know it's you got to think got to thank god for the ugly people because ugly people are what make attractive people so valuable it's <laughs> <laughs> an interesting way to put it all right bo- body count uh you had a little bit of a fiery debate on body count they actually asked you at one point share your body count. She shared her mm-hmm. body count. She said 11. I was surprised, actually. I thought it might be a bit hard given the way she was speaking, but you never do know. I don't know if she, I don't know who's telling the truth and whatnot in this, but let's just listen to a piece of the body count debate at uh, Delhi. Let's do number eight. Share it. No. One for one. One for one. No. How about you? Since you two have been flirting with each other all night, I'm thinking. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking. If he says it, you say it. How about that? Gentlemen's agreement. Uh, fine. Oh, okay. There we go. John, go ahead. Ladies first. Eleven. <laughs> really? <laughs> Only eleven? Really? <laughs> Do you think I'm ran through? No, I'm just. No, I'm just. You know, <laughs> sounds low. Mine's like 250. 250. So body count matters to you when it comes to a woman? Yes. So, but it's okay for you to have a high body count. Yeah, kind of like it doesn't, you don't then care. Then your opinion is bullshit. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, it's the let's same pause thing. here for a second. So you were surprised that she said 11, but I have to be honest, I know I'm a bit of a relic, but she's 21. Like 11 still sounds high to me at 21. Like what are these oh, girls wow. doing in college? Uh, she doesn't even go to college anymore. She lives out in the sticks in some like, you know, hillbilly area she's talked about. But um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, <laughs> it 
you know, it's like with modern women, they don't just seem to get the simple fact that like guys, we typically like girls who are the opposite of us. Like, you know, we want the soft to our hard, you know, if we go sleep around a bunch, whatever, but we definitely don't want a girl who sleeps around. And it's okay. Like when we make that comparison, so we are allowed to do something, but they're not right. They get mad, but it's never them getting mad when they're like, well, I want to be, uh, I, w- I want a rich man. Like, okay, well do you, how much money are you bringing to the table? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, you are expecting this of me with body count. So then how much money are you bring to the table? Are you making $200,000 a year, 300, 400, 500 for their, their dream guy? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So again, it's, 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 uh, it's a, it's like, a, like I said, I'm not trying to sound like, like one of these internet nerds. He's like, you know, these dudes that get on the internet and cry and stuff. That's just not me. But all I am saying is like, <clears throat> when you look at what they're talking about, and then this clip actually is going viral of me and you right now on my Instagram. And when I say like, they want totalitarianism, I'm not crazy. Like I said that before when we were on with, uh, you know, the last time we were on together yeah. in January. And I said, they want totalitarianism. They want to go out, party whenever they want to party. They want you to pay for it. They want you staying at home, being a good little boy, waiting for them while they're partying. You can't say anything about girls' night out. You can't say anything about girls' trip to Mexico. So they just want totalitarianism over men. And guys are just like, uh, no, I have a backbone. I'm not going to tolerate this. You know, mm-hmm. even the guys going to MGTOW and the black pill, the guys are just like just walking away from women entirely. Like these chicks got to get their acts together because – I mean, you know, no man is rushing out to save an an insufferable woman with a bad attitude. You know what I mean? And the streets are cold. Like these girls, like the future is real when they're saying like projections of being single and people being alone, dying Mm -hmm. alone and stuff. Like that's not something I want, man or woman. I don't think anybody wants that, but that's the path they're heading down. Yeah, we showed a video the other day that was very sad of a woman who was crying. You may have seen it. It went viral on TikTok. Uh, where was it? it was, I think it was a TikTok video, but it went viral on Twitter, actually. I don't have a TikTok. So, um, and it was her really crying and at 36 and she had been divorced and, you know, her fertility was not good. Um, and and it, it was sad, but I showed it because I was like, you know, you guys need to wake up. Like this is, you have a, a, a growing population of really depressed, anxious, unhappy women. And there mm-hmm. are reasons why, you know, because of the decisions they're making and what they're being spoon fed. It's interesting, though, yeah. you, what you just said bleeds nicely into a clip about preferences. Um, and then I'll give you my thoughts on something else you said before. But let's play number nine, Deli. Six foot, you're five foot two. Okay. Well, you can, and the thing. That's still my preference. But, but okay, but body. Well, so it's men's it's, preference. It's men's preference for the it's low a, body it's count. It's a stupid preference that. See, <sighs> see, it's it's only stupid because you don't understand it, and it doesn't serve you. That's why you're very self-centered in the way you, you view things. How does it serve okay, you? Okay, so a nice, clean. What's interesting is that this set of like I have preferences. The women are very able to understand that they have preferences, and they'll say you have to make six figures, you have to this, you have to that, you have to be six feet, or you have to be you know whatever it may be. But they can't wrap their heads around for some reason that that body count issue does matter to guys. And I would agree with you that it does matter to guys. And and I think it's just because it forces them to kind of look at the fact that they've already made a lot of mistakes. Because yeah. by 21, 22, if you've got a body count of 11, you're already kind of 
in a bad place. I mean, I hate to say it, you know, I'm not saying women can't change. I think anyone can change and kind of realize what was I doing that can happen. But still, even if you do change for the better and a guy finds out, oh, your body count is 15, you know, by the age of 20, it's still, they're still going to look at you and be like, "Mm, I don't know about her. Like, why was she so easily able to like hop in out of bed with so many people? Like what, what, it makes guys uncomfortable. And where, where you and I may differ a little bit is just I I oftentimes will tell the audience, like, I personally don't think um, high body count is necessarily good for anybody because it, it just to me is like wasted time. You know, I'd yeah. rather see guys who, you know, spend get your time in the gym, like get your business together, get yourself together, you know, turn yourself into the best possible version of yourself, get healthy, eat your good food, be financially stable. And I just I've seen a lot of guys fall down into a sinkhole chasing girls that they don't want a future with they're enveloped in some type of hookup culture they're hopping in and out of bed some people feel there's an energy exchange there I don't know how I feel like I, I, I I'm still on the fence with whether I feel that that happens with everyone but I do think you know I, I think it can be a sinkhole for men in, in its own way too and I don't know if you would agree with that maybe it hasn't been for no, you no, but listen listen I talk about that on my show frequently And I tell the guys, listen, the player life doesn't have a happy ending. Like it's only like these Dan Bilzerians and these big, you know, like Instagram celebrities like you see living this like super player lifestyle. But it grows on you. It wears on you. And I always tell the guys like you have to I tell them get in. Learn the fundamentals of dating so you can have the confidence to talk to the girls that you want to talk to, to go after the girls that you want to, and also to have the confidence to know that if things go bad with the woman and, you know, maybe she doesn't cooperate with me anymore at some point in relationship, she goes feral. I know I have enough of an abundance mentality that I can find another girl and replace her, okay? Because the biggest problem right now in America is male thirst that is the mm. that is that is the real pandemic male thirst in america <laughs> these dudes are so thirsty and they make life for these new american chicks so easy and delude them these women's delusions are coming from men validating them wherever they go but they really can't see the validation is just simping in disguise because these yeah. guys have nefarious purposes they want to get in bed with them right right Girls know this. Girls can tell when a guy is into them and she can use him and manipulate him to get him to do things because she knows the guy likes her and she has no intention. Women do this all the time. And, hey, that's female nature. That's your superpower. I would do it too, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, Jed. I'm not crazy over here. I do. No, you're not crazy. (laughs) You're not crazy. I'm not crazy. And it's going, it's, it's just, it's just gone over the top. Like you do, these guys are simping at all time highs. And Mm -hmm. so that's why I tell these guys, you got to get out. It it, like, you know, as much as I was a wild child, I (laughs) you probably know, like I was just out there just sleeping around, having fun, whatever. But I buckled down when I turned like 33 and I was just like, you know, just want to get on the internet and start my entrepreneurial pursuits, build the masculine empowerment network, move forward with the water life dating brand. And that's what I've been doing. And I've turned like and I've been helping guys out. And like my philosophy, again, it's it's not just get girls, get girls like it's behind me. It's money, muscles, game frame. It's a life of excellence. It's a man with a backbone. It's a man who understands his value and he's not afraid to tell someone no just because he feels guilty 
for standing up for himself. You know, I'm putting yeah. the backbone in these men. I'm getting them employed. Like you saw, I'm getting these guys jobs, hundred thousand dollars plus. Yeah. I'm I'm really good at what I do. So I tell them though, but here's the thing, and this is something no women really understand. You guys have no idea how much we are plagued with the idea of having sex. Like it just consumes us as men. It's what we are. And this frustrates guys when they don't have the proper tools to go out and talk to a girl. Because what game really is, game is just extremely high levels of social acuity. It's, a, it's understanding how to dress well, how to present well, how to talk to people, and then, you know, find out if a girl's interested in you. And if, if she is, take it to the next level, consensually. You're both adults, and that's how you do it. But a lot of these guys just think internally, well, I'm not good enough, so I need to like simp. I need to offer money. Mm-hmm. I need to offer services. I need to go some back, you know, back backhanded, you know, you know, like indirect way, kind of sneaky game, if you will. Right. To get because they just don't feel good enough. But I teach them like, you know, how to like get your stuff together, have mm-hmm. a backbone, feel good about yourself. And then eventually I do tell them like you got to get out of the dating game, like staying in it too long. It's just a bad look. It's just yeah. not good. You know? Yeah. I mean, and it's funny because you you mentioned, um, you know, there are certain things that women aren't going to understand. Like even if you're a woman who really enjoys sex, has a very healthy sex life, I still don't think that we can understand how often sex goes through the mind of a man. I mean, and I know because I am married now and I have these conversations with my husband and it's stunning to me. I'm like, I mean, guys can have sex constantly. I mean, we are not wired that way. It's not like a constant, you know, oh, it's done. Oh, 15 minutes later. You know, it's, it's no, there is some satiation in our game where it's like, all right, I'm good for today. You guys, man, it's a different, it's a different body. It's different hormones. It's different. Um, I want to ask you about the idea though, because you talked about thirsty guys and all of that. Um, the idea of giving away sex for free when it comes to women and what that does to mm. hookup culture. This is a good clip. Let's go to number 10, Deli. A bunch of fuck boys because there's a bunch of girls out there giving away pussy for free. No. That's the only reason they're there. Well, you disagree? I disagree because I feel like people coming in college, like especially guys, their goal is to like fuck as many girls as they can you know like brag about it and okay you know, can I get so again like I, and i'm not gonna even let her play out this diluted monologue that she's about to do but why <laughs> can't they just under yes that's why if women weren't willing to play the game guys wouldn't be able there would be no game right if women just said if every woman was like listen i care about my body count i have self-respect my dad raised me right i'm not going to be promiscuous i'm not doing any of that and we're just like drawing the line and we're saying you know i'm you know i'm, I'm going to be monogamous and you know, guys that's the pool that guys would have to choose from there you know maybe there'd be a, a one girl over here and one over there like it used to be 20 years ago where it was like the girl that got shamed at school because she was nasty but guys wouldn't be able to go to the club and just be like doing this and you got to be able to do it with somebody so women need to own this if you don't like that guys are behaving that way stop giving them more like gasoline you're like throwing gasoline on i, I just don't understand these women Jed, Jed, listen, I'm going to tell you something real nasty, okay? (laughs) Like, look, these girls, listen, you'd be surprised, Jed. You'd be surprised how quickly these girls, once they go on a date, they sit across from a guy that they're interested in. I mean, I've gone on dates with, you know, many men that I know. We've gone out, we had a coffee with a girl. 
and we just can see they're totally in and they're ready to jump on it right away. Nasty. If if you don't have protection to, nasty. I'm telling you, there. It's wild out there, Jed. It's wild. I can't out there. relate to. Uh, there is no part of me, and I got married late, right? So you have to understand, I'm seeing these body count numbers, but I got married late, so it's not like I was 21, and I, and I'm still like, you're nasty. You're 21. That's I can't believe what some of these women are willing to do, and I I, I keep talking to them through my audience and just being like, do you understand, like. I've had a baby like now everything I see is like a womb now and I'm like you're sharing your innermost intimate parts with just some random person who you don't know where that guy's been the day before and you don't care you're not worried you're not thinking about you know there's always a risk of pregnancy for a woman that should always be in I don't care what birth control you're taking which you're usually taking wrong or what you're doing but there's always a risk of something involved Including the risk of your own emotional attachment, by the way. One would hope if they're not broken beyond repair, these women. But I can't. What you're saying to me is just like, wow, nasty. I can't relate to it. I believe you, but I can't relate it is. to it. When I first did it, too, I was just like, oh, no, that was just a, that was an accident. <laughs> was it an accident? Just, kept, just like, you know, and I just kept finding out. I was just like, yo, these girls are nasty. wild out here. They are getting it in. And they... It's ZFG. It is zero fucks Ooh. given. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's... it's I, I wasn't I sure what that one was either. I'm glad you clarified. Now I know. I'm going to use that, Deli. I'm going to sound cool and say ZFG. I, okay, ZFG. there was one There was one clip of you. I have two more things I want to get to with you before we wrap today. I'm going to read these chats too. Don't you worry. I see y'all in there. There was one clip of you that went viral. I hadn't seen this. Um, I had not seen this until yesterday. And it's. it looks like you staged it so you got to be honest with us when we watch it but let's play number 12 oh, Delhi. who controls access to sex men or women women <laughs> yeah women women obviously yeah. Yeah. yeah so i would say hookup culture if we want to see hookup culture stop because women kind of control when sex happens so <laughs> do you have anyone to blame but yourselves on that one you know thoughts okay yeah, crickets here we go okay so <laughs> and also who controls i mean to okay sex? did you stage that no, no, that's too beautifully executed for you not to have staged it in some way listen i swear to god no listen i was bored out of my mind at that point because it was just like it was just dealing with these incessant droning of these mindless zombies that i started i was just like looking at the camera and i was like looking at the chat i was like you see the red pill you see the red pill take the red take pill I was, I was low-key kind of trolling brian too right yeah because brian's good i like him he's a good guy and, Brian's um, a little soft. You know, I like Brian too, but I tell him he's he's a little soft sometimes. I like to see Brian really get a little heat in his step. I like him though. Every girl says the same thing. He's working on it. He's French, you know. He's got to he's got to he's got to puff himself up a bit. Yeah. He seems but, like um, he'd be truthfully like Brian looks like the type of guy that would make a really good husband. I'm gonna be honest. He seems like a fundamentally right. decent guy. 
Um, That's like an insult. Is it? <laughs> Why? No, I, I mean, I think he's got, you know, he's he's got his traditional mindset in terms of like what he respects about women. He does challenge them. But to me, that's a compliment. Listen, I mean it as a compliment, but he, he no, sometimes know, I'd like him to, you know, be a little more of a flamethrower on there. But I guess that's what we're for. We're the troublemakers and he's trying not to be one. So but that moment was. It was fantastic and it was clipped. So that one went viral for obvious reasons. People that, couldn't get that. That's them. what I was talking about. It's like how that one clip really kind of like showed me how viral I went. Cause like I was telling you behind scenes, like when you count up all these TikToks and all of these other channels that broadcasted me, my channel alone got over 50 million views since I went on that wow. uh, tear. Just my channel alone. Um, and then. After that, seeing all the numbers on these other accounts, like they are in the millions. Because the thing is this, let me tell you something too, Jed, okay? A lot of these guys, look, they are nerdy. They are kind of lacking the social uh, experience to kind of go toe-to-toe with a woman that's coming at them, right? Yeah. And so they kind of just sit there and tolerate it. And they right. – they sit right. They, they just feel bad because they don't know how to do it. But then they see me calling her out on her bullshit and yep. like articulating what they want to do. And like they all have been reaching out to me like, dude, you are the man. You're the man. You know what they're calling me? They're calling me suit bro. That's suit bro. <laughs> ML, ML it's not a bad. Bro. It's not a bad nickname. I like it. I no. think it. I Listen, think it works for you. Honestly, it no, is your brand. I, you do show up in the suit. It is. It fits. Exactly. You know, the thing is, I just told myself, like, God knows what's going to happen with the Internet and these tours. So I said, if I'm going to go viral, I'm going to be wearing a custom Italian suit. While <laughs> there I'm you doing go. It. There you go. Yeah, I've been thinking about going there. They invited me. They were very nice. Um, and I'm considering it. Can you imagine me going on that show, though? I mean, that would be the most. Yeah, in- listen, oh, my if, God. If, if I get if the right panel, tag- it could be insane. If you need a tag team partner, call me. I'm right there. <laughs> I will. I'll fly to California. I'll meet you. Listen, me and you versus. Can you these imagine girls. me and you versus Bangs Hensley and the crew? Oh man, Dell, you better clip uh, that for me. Is all I'm going to say. Oh man. Um, okay, I want to. I want to uh, check the chat and let's see what we have here. We have Rob Boudreau says the voice makes her a negative too. Oh, that Bangs voice is something. The voice is something. I said that when we first ran. I said that. Benjamin Cock, five bucks. I have two scales. She's a seven. But three personality, too many rigid opinions, okay? And Neil Ray gave 50 bucks. Thank you both for teaching great lessons. MLD, thank you for being a great figurehead for a man. You're a great person and teacher. I appreciate all the game you have taught. And Jedediah, stay blessed. Much love to both of you. Thank you all. Um, I have one more thing I want to do with you today before we close out. This is not related to the pod. Uh, You're uh, not related to the whatever podcast. Um, Can you, Deli, can you pull up number 13? Okay, it's the last thing. This is a picture. I don't know if you know Leah Halpern, but Leah has been on this show and she's um, she's fun. She's a lot of fun. She said, I can't see any husbands in this picture. But you see guys now wearing stuff like this. The future is female. Um, you know, all these like girl power type of T-shirts. And I just have to know, like, I mean, do they not have any self-awareness? Like that is not attractive to me. I don't want to see my man sporting some like feminist pro-feminist t-shirt walking around so is this just men now i mean obviously we have brainwashed men but do they not know that this is making them less and less and less attractive to women in the process has that chip been lost 
I, yeah, I don't even think they uh, have a concept of what attraction is, quite frankly. Like, do you, you see a guy that looks like me on his knees wearing one of those shirts or right. Jay Waller? Or right, Sterling imagine. Cooper? Andrew Tate shows up and oh by the way (laughs) I don't know if you saw if you didn't you should go back and watch it because it's it's a very similar energy uh Andrew Tate had done before he uh got arrested he had done a show with Just Pearly over in England Mm. and he's sitting there listening exactly as you were to this women just going at it and he's just peeling like a clementine the whole time (laughs) he's just eating the clementine like is this over yet what am I doing how did I get here is there an airplane that can land here and somehow get me out and sometimes watching you on that show we were laughing hysterically here because of the expression sometimes you were just like whoa and sometimes you were just like looking around like is this (laughs) it's fantastic because it's like five hours right or four hours no it was like it it wasn't because i'm a professional don't get me wrong i'll i'll handle what i need to handle when it comes to but it was funny getting stuff done but like when I was there, I was just like, yo, these chicks really are this fucking retarded. <laughs> like these chicks, just, these chicks are lost. They are so lost. And so, you know, at one point I just started getting sarcastic, you know, mm. and like and, and I think they said something like something along the lines of like, well, men should pay. And I was just like, she was like, why should men pay? Or he was like, why should men pay? I'm like, you know, because it benefits her. That's why of I course. just started you know, shortcutting all their answers. Of to, course you know, just skip the garbage. All right. I have two more chats and then we're going to close out. Dax Hill, 10 bucks. Jed MLD is right. It's terrible out here. They are completely broken. They need flaws to date. Be with you. They are not dating in hookup culture. Women are participating in unhooked culture. Interesting. And Scythe Life. I'm not sure. Give five bucks. Would you say Sharp from No Jumper is Red Pill? I have no idea. Do you have an answer to that, MLD? The only Sharp I know is Donkey Sharp. Yeah. Red Pill. I don't know who that is, actually, so we can't help you on that should one. should be a couple more if you scroll down. Oh, you're going to make me refresh this page, Deli, because he <laughs> makes me, you know, Deli's trying to make me do tech stuff that I don't know how to do. Okay, Marvin Martin, five bucks. Huxley meets Orwell. Promiscuity meets Double Think. Absolutely. Yeah. Lou Castley, 20, 10 bucks. Yes, make the whatever podcast double team happen. I think that would break the, I think we would break the internet on that one. You you don't 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 flirt with me and get my hopes up, though. You got to do it. I, I yeah. would go. We would... We would go. We would. We would break the internet. We would actually. But he would have to. You know, it would have to be a good a good panel that we were facing because that second night that you had that panel, they were very like. I know there was the little elf in the corner that was dressed provocatively that probably made you want to be there, but. For the audience, it was like, uh, I don't, I don't like Ditsy doesn't help me. I need like, they, listen, they, they asked me to, to ta- they're like, can you tone it down? Cause like the first show was a little too much. And then they saw me go super viral. Like, come back, come back. <laughs> come like back. that was great. You know? Well, listen, um, they, they know what they're getting if I show up. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, Chief Keith gave two bucks bangs and bangs and Kiko. The worst of y'all would be t- two would be insane. Who's Ki- Oh, who's Kiko? Do you uh, know who that is? Kiko's the name of the, the sex doll at the table. The, the oh, Kiko! <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. With the blue hair. I love that. And when they yeah, do the shorts Kiko. and they go to Kiko. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, maybe they could bring. I don't think bangs is going to be coming back to the whatever podcast to face off with me and MLD, but maybe you never, never know. MLD, I want to thank you. Audience loves you. Um, I think you have an awesome personality. I loved seeing it get feisty. Uh, whenever you're back in Florida, please let me know. And if whatever podcasts you folks are listening, you want to have us on together to break the internet, let us know. We'll make it happen. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. MLD, we'll see you soon. And audience, I will be back here. Oh, I got a story to share with you. <laughs> 
You're going to be like, Jed, how are you sitting there for a full hour when I tell you what has gone down? You just wait and see. I will probably see you Friday, but in case I don't, just know stuff is brewing. (laughs) All right. I'll see you soon. Bye.